ஹலோ அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு சங்கம் லிட் திஸ் இஸ் நந்தினி கார்கி அண்ட் இன் திஸ் எபிசோட் வி பர்சீவ் த வெல்த் அண்ட் சாட்டிஸ்ஃபேக்ஷன் இன் அ லேண்ட் ஆஸ் டெபிக்டட் இன் சங்கம் லிட்ரரி ஒர்க் புறநானூறு ஃபார்ட்டி டூ பெண்ட் அபவுட் த சோலா கிங் குளமுற்றத்து துஞ்சிய கிள்ளி வலுவன் பை த போயட் இடைக்காடனார் the verse is situated in the category of vagaitine or king's victory and talks about the many ways the king's rule brings joy to the people of his land ana eegai adupor annal nin yaaniyum malayin thondrum peruma nin thaaniyum kadal yena mulangum கூர்நுனை வேலும் மின்னின் விளங்கும் உலகத்து அரைசு தலை பணிக்கும் ஆற்றலை அதலின் புரை தீர்ந்தன்று அது புதுவதோ அன்றே தன் புனல் பூசல் அல்லது நொந்து களைக வாளி வளவ என்ற நின் முனைதரு பூசல் கனவினும் அறியாது புலிப்புறங்காக்கும் குருளை போல மெலிவையில் செங்கோல் நீ புறங்காப்ப பெருவிரல் யானர்த்து ஆகி அறிஞர் கீழ்மடை கொண்ட வாழையும் உழவர் படை மிளிர்ந்திட்ட யாமையும் அறைஞர் கரும்பில் கொண்ட தேனும் பெருந்துரை நீர்த்தரு மகளிர் குற்ற குவளையும் வன்புலக்கேலிற்கு வருவிருந்து அயரும் மென்புல வைப்பின் நல் நாட்டுப்பொருண மலையின் இழிந்து மாக்கடல் நோக்கி நிலவரை இழிதரும் பல் யாரு போல புலவர் எல்லாம் நின் நோக்கினரே நீயே மருந்தையில் கணிச்சி வருந்த வட்டித்து கூற்று வெகுண்டன்ன முன்பொடு மாற்று இரு வேந்தர் மண் நோக்கினையே Another poet sings the praises of this famous Chola king, Killi Valavan. These words can be translated as follows. respected ruler renowned for your ceaseless charity and fierce attacks your elephants appear akin to hills o lord your army roars like an ocean your sharp tipped spears flash like the lightning you are faultless as you make the heads of kings bow before you and that's not new to those in your lineage too only loud sounds of cool streams are heard in your domain whereas voices of your soldiers shouting out in frustration please end our sorrows o valava are not heard even in a dream for like a tiger guarding its cub your prosperous scepter protects us in your rich and fertile land those who reap gather fish from the lowest sluices those who farm find turtles upturned by their claws those who extract the sap of sugarcane collect nectar therein women who bathe in the huge river shows flowing with water pluck water lilies all these content people serve feasts to their kin who arrive from other lands with barren fields such is the gentle wealth of the towns in your fine country o lord akin to many rivers descending from the mountains and flowing on land rushing towards the huge ocean all the poets turn their eyes to you as for you swirling your battle axe the fall of which has no cure akin to an angered god of death you turn your eyes towards the lands of the other two monarchs let us delve into the details presented by this poet he starts by addressing the king as one whose generosity to supplicants and fierceness to foes knows no limit 
The poet follows this with a series of similes such as the king's elephants looking like hills, the army roaring like an ocean, and sharp-tipped spheres appearing like the lightning in the sky. With the aid of this magnificent company, the king makes rulers of other nations bow before him, as is the king's duty and as it has been done for generations prior, the poet informs us. Then the poet talks about how the only loud noises are that of the rich rivers and never ever has there been the cry of disgruntled soldiers in the king's army. And he clarifies that this is possible because, like how a huge tiger guards its cubs, the king protects the people in his domain. Next, we come upon an intriguing sequence of people at various occupations in this king's land. First, it's those who reap the crops. These people, in addition to their harvest, also catch fish in the water flowing through their fields from the dams. Next, it's the turn of those who plow the land and they take home upturned turtles. There seem to be people who had the work of extracting sugarcane juice and they are said to take home sweet nectar. And finally, women folk who come to the huge water ponds pluck lilies blooming therein. Such is the beauty and wealth of the king's land and the people gather all these bounties to offer as feasts to their kin who visit them from other lands with only parched fields. Finally, because of who the king is, all the poets rush towards him like the many rivers that flow from the mountain top towards the ocean. And as for the king himself, to fulfill that trust these supplicants have in him, he turns with ferocity towards the lands of the other two kings, the Chera and Pandya rulers of ancient Tamilagam. Thus the poet presents the mood of total satisfaction in the king's land and also seemingly justifies the monarch's need to conquer neighbouring regions so as to fulfil the needs of those who look up to him with complete trust. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sangam Lit and journeying with me to ancient lands and mines. Please visit nandanikarki.com to share your thoughts and do spread the word about Sangam Lit. Until next time, Nandri Vanakkam.